As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Good morning to you. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Esports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans. He's filling in for Paulie Howard, taking some time off as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circus Sportsbook inside the resort and casino. Our buddy, uh, Indy Jeff Seeley, great at handicapping golf, going to come up on the show here in five minutes. He'll give you his best bets for the Palmetto Championship. And uh, I don't know, is he high in Brooks Kepka this week? I'm going to say no. <laughs> because it's what Dustin Johnson Kepka and then it falls off after that in terms of like shorter shots on the board and then what you're going to find with odds. I don't mm-hmm. think Jeff is going to I I could be wrong. Loves Kepka. I don't think he loves him this week. Uh he he considers Brooks Kepka basically like a member of the family. That's how much he loves <laughs> yes. Kepka. So I think He's going to play Brooks in some form or fashion this week, maybe in his DraftKings lineup. Yeah, sure. But at these odds, you really can't play the favorites. DJ and Kepka, you and I talked about it yesterday. The U.S. Open's on deck. These guys care about winning the major, not the Palmetto Championship at Congaree. Uh, I think it's going to be a tournament with several live long shots. If Kepka wins this week, would you like him more or less at the U.S. Open? I don't like him at the U.S. Open anyway because it's at Torrey Pines, and that's really not his turf. Uh, but yes, you're right. I don't. I never like a guy to win back-to-back weeks. So I would like him less next week if he won this week. So I'm looking at uh, updated NBA series series prices, and they didn't play last night. But this caught my eye. DraftKings has the Nets minus five thirty. Hmm. Westgate has the Nets minus four ten. Which probably has something to do with the liability those books have 
on those teams. By the way, you have to consider the Westgate Superbook took two big plays, futures plays on the Brooklyn Nets. I think at fourteen to one for twenty thousand before yep. the season, yep. and then at plus two seventy five for fifty thousand right before the playoffs. So that that factors into the numbers they're going to put up. Yeah. Well. Yep. Uh, after last night, the Jazz came back. They were down by thirteen. Then they led by like ten with five minutes to go in the game before uh, Rudy Gobert blocked a three point attempt by the Clippers. Final moments of the game, they hung on to win one twelve one oh nine. I believe that game closed at three. Right. And yes, a it lot, did. In a but, lot of spots. And uh, we have to point this out as well because Ben Fox of Eason and Patrick Everson yeah, of Wager right? Talk, or Patrick, sorry, Patrick of uh, Covers.com, put out these big bets, major wager alerts yesterday. How about this? Mitch, can you find a better way to spend $130,000? Ben Fox reported at Borgata Sports in New Jersey, 130000 on the Clippers' money line at plus 125. Uh, hopefully that guy did something with his bet at halftime when he had a 13-point lead. Sure. Uh, same with this better. Uh, Patrick Everson at covers. Massive major wager at BetMGM. 900000 on the Clippers plus 120 last night in game one. That would have paid off $1.08 million and it paid off nothing. So a uh, $900,000 loser for that better uh, who played the Clips at BetMGM. Now how much if that guy wanted to get off his bet a little bit at halftime? How much do you think he's capable of getting off? I mean, not because that, not as not as much as you need to. No, I think I saw the Jazz plus two ninety at halftime to win the game, but they were minus five for the second half. And you know, also when you're up thirteen at the half, if you like that team before the game, you think at that point oh, I probably got a winner in my pocket, right? Uh, we'll we'll yeah. talk uh, betting the Palmetto Championship in golf this week coming up next. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. New York Islanders coach Barry Trotz says his team needs to play way better to close out their series with the Boston Bruins today. The Islanders in game five, won five to four, although they were outshot 44 to 19, including 18 to three in the third period. Islanders another 22 underdog as they try to close out the series today in game six of the Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. The total five shaded to the over. NBA playoff action, Western Conference semifinals game two. Suns laying six against Denver, 222 the total. Baseball, the Padres at U Darvish on the mound, a $2.03 home favorite against the Cubs. These experts are analyzing all the action in the NBA and the NHL playoff. Andy McNeil, our hockey expert, will give you all the analysis on the ice, while our senior NBA analyst, Jonathan Von Tobel, gives you all the information you need to bet and win in the NBA. Sign up now for your free 10-day trial at vcin.com slash subscribe. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. If you missed any part of our show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, don't forget to check out our free sports betting podcast. Catch replays of all of our shows, including Follow the Money, a Numbers Game, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line with VEASAN Best Bets. Download Beating the Book with Gil Alexander, a Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, Long Shots, Gone Racing, and the Ron Flatter Racing Pod, all free and available now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. How about the Mitch Moss Pod? Do you have your own? 
I do not have a podcast. No. No, I do not. <clears throat> Seems like everyone's got a podcast at this point. Paul Stone started his uh, own podcast, mostly on college football. Yeah, he's got a, a couple of episodes out already. Have you listened to him? I, I'm going to catch up. Yeah. Okay. Um, In other words, you haven't listened to him? No, I have not. No, okay. the answer is no. That's okay. You're a busy guy. I, I'm like Garrett Cole. I give you a real straightforward yes or no answer. <laughs> okay? Right? Okay, yeah, of course. So, um, um, uh, well, you know, uh, maybe, uh, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, no, I haven't listened to Paul Stone's podcast. Yeah. But Paul is going to do a great job on college football on his podcast. No doubt. I think maybe at VEASAN we should have Paul Stone and Brad Powers. Let's put those guys on uh, a pod. Kind of like the VEASAN answer to Stanford Stephen the Bear. Because that's uh, one of my favorite podcasts during college football on ESPN is Stanford Stephen the Bear. Very good. Maybe at VEASAN we have... Uh, Stone and Powers. Yeah. Right? I like it. Yeah, I should say okay. this. This show and every show, they are podcast. Obviously. That's why I did mm-hmm. that read coming out. But do I do a separate pod- podcast beyond this show? Uh, the answer is negative on that. Okay. Um, so we're having an issue today with the phone lines here. Look, at, look at the boards it's behind weird. us. I don't know way. if we yeah, can you guys see that right there for those of you watching the show? Like look at that. That's just that's bizarre. That does not happen. Those are suppo- those that typically those are the odd screens that you're going to get at Circus Sports. So mm-hmm. there's an issue here. Must I don't know if it's all downtown, if it's if it's in the studio here as well. So anyway, we cannot connect with uh, any Jeff as we speak. The screens are blank. I've never seen that those odd sc- uh, the betting board here at the uh, Circa blank like this. No, neither of the screens I, are down. I should take a picture yeah. of that. That is uh, I've never seen that once. We've been here every day since October. Okay, all right. Um, so this is, I reference this by saying the straightforward yes, no answer, but y- you can't make this kind of stuff up. This is Garrett Cole, and we'll play it like it's a quick, it's a very short and quick uh, question at the very beginning from the reporter. But his response, if he was asked point blank if he's ever used this sticky substance going around baseball now called spider tack. And have you ever used spider tack while pitching? Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if uh, I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. Um, I mean, there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players, from the last generation of players to this generation of players, and um, you know, I I think. Uh, I think there are some things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard, and and uh, I've stood pretty stood pretty firm in, in terms of that, uh, in terms of the communication between our peers and whatnot, um, you know. And and I again, like I mentioned earlier, there's you know this is important to a lot of people that love the game, and this is including including the players in this room, including fans, including you know teams. And so if MLB wants to you know legislate. Some more stuff. That's a conversation that we can have um, because ultimately we should all be pulling in the same direction on this. I love it, Matt. What was that? I love it. Are you kidding me? How, how long did it take for him? That's hilarious to get his thoughts straight at the very beginning after the question. It's a yes or no. Have you used it before? Ah, uh, ah, mm, uh, mm, uh, uh, oh, well, ah. Uh, uh. That must have been 10, 15 seconds. But to be honest, I don't know how to answer that. Which <laughs> yes. Basically, when you say, to be honest, you're saying, oh, I'm about ready to lie. Yeah, you yeah. Know, mostly, most times if somebody's telling you a story and says, or an answer and says, to be honest, uh, get ready because they're about ready to yes, lie to yes. you. 
The equivalent is, get ready for this load of BS. I'm ready to throw at you for 30 seconds. Yeah. But obviously, you could tell in the first 20 seconds, yes, he's used spider tack. He just was caught red-handed right there. And didn't want to admit it. And he tried to talk his way around it for about 90 seconds and sounded like a fool. Uh, You know, when the Yankees, and I'm a Yankees fan, when the Yankees signed Garrett Cole to that nine-year, $324 million deal, JBT, we were on the show on the edge on VSIN. I said, you know, I'm not going to be surprised if he really underachieves on this contract and he ends up being a bust in the Bronx because all the Astros pitchers were using a sticky substance on the ball and the spin rate had changed dramatically. You remember some of those guys, uh, let's see, I was on that Astros staff. So Cole came over from Pittsburgh. Also uh, Verlander came over from Detroit. Mm -hmm. He revived his career in Houston. Remember he how did. bad he was at Detroit before he came to Houston? People thought his career was over with. The spin rate suddenly uh, changed yeah. dramatically for Verlander, and he was a different pitcher. All those guys on the Astros staff were using that stuff, and the spin rate was um, much improved, and they became some of the hardest pitchers to hit in baseball. And if MLB ever cracked down on that and said you can't use that stuff and we're going to bust pitchers for using that, Garrett Cole was not going to be the same type of pitcher. So... The Yankees were paying $324 million for a guy who might have had some phony success in Houston because of that six, sticky substance on the ball. Cole's been great for the Yankees in the first uh, year and a half sure. of this contract. He's got a long way to go. But there's no doubt a lot of these pitchers have been cheating with this. And if baseball cracks down and bust pitchers for using this and bans it and they can no longer get away with it, you're going to see a lot of pitchers' numbers uh, change and go the wrong direction, and you're going to see more offense in the game. And guys like Garrett Cole are um, are going to have a hard time explaining the difference. It, it kind of reminds me of uh, Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Remember those guys in, in the uh, steroid era? Um, you mean in court? When they were put in court and they were grilled, and uh, all of a sudden Sammy Sosa couldn't speak English yeah. anymore. No English. Yeah, Mark McGuire had no answer for anything. They looked like uh, the biggest cheats alive. Anyway, that, that kind of reminded me of that. Let's talk golf. What do you think? I think we do have Indy Jeff now. Uh, great. Uh, Jeff, are you there? Can you hear us? I am, fellas. I, I, I got to come on and defend Skinny Pat's honor. I heard humans earlier, so uh, I got to defend Skinny Pat here. Go ahead. The floor is yours. What would you like to say? <laughs> no, I, I I love the I love the would you rather segment, and and uh, I can't wait this the, our next week and and uh, Tory Pines when Skinny Pat wins. I, I we, we got to have some Skinny kind of we gotta have some kind of like prop bet. We got to have something where like humans has to eat like ninety Chick Fil A sandwiches in one sitting or something, and if. If Skinny Pat wins a major, we've got to have some kind of like prop. Like I, I, I don't know how to. What, what can we do? Let's think that through. We gotta, we gotta find out what Matt's least favorite fast food restaurant is. Yes, yes. That's what and we then, have to do. And then he has to like gorge himself with it. If Skinny Pat wins <laughs> that's a actually, major, <laughs> that's actually a good question. A fast food bottom ten. Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to think about that as well. Uh, Jeff, I've already suffered uh, probably the worst loss. I could ever suffer in golf, and that was when Fat Pat won the Masters, and I had the players who finished second and third. I mean, that was about as cruel as it could possibly be. Uh, so I don't think it could get any worse than that from a uh, betting perspective for me with uh, Patrick Reed. How about this week with the Palmetto Championship Congaree Golf Course 
And I looked at a, a photo of this course last night on uh, the PGA Tour site, and there's, there's a lot of sand, a very unique uh, course here. And the favorites are DJ and Kepka, your guy Brooks, at the top of the board. But how focused are these guys going to be with the U.S. Open on deck? Well, I, first of all, I think we know we know Kepka uses these tournaments right before a major, right, as, as just sort of a tune-up. I mean, he's, I'm, I'm sure he hasn't played golf since the PGA Championship. Last time we saw him, he was either A, sitting on his patio, Hazen Bryson, or B, uh, at the uh, Floyd Mayweather, uh, Logan Paul debacle. So, I mean, he hasn't played golf. He'll go out, he'll play this week, use it as a tune-up. Now, what, what's interesting, right, though, is, is, you know, courses that tend to be firm and fast and roll out a lot and then are long, I mean, that is like, it reminds me, I mean, you're right. There's, there is no rough here. It's fairway and sand. And, and so while Kepka, uh, you know, certainly, um, you know, isn't going to, is, is going to use this as a tune up. I, I won't be shocked if he misses the cut, to be honest. But the, the flip side is he could, he could win because this, this is just the type of course that would play out perfectly for Kepka. Now, I'm not going to bet him at under 10 to 1. That's, that's just crazy, especially since, um, you know, because we know he's probably not going to care. But, um, Mitch, you mentioned earlier on, on the Westgate prop, too, by the way, on regards to Kepka, the, the, the prop was um, up to 50. How many majors it was up until to 50. 50? Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. I know because it's the second largest wager I've ever made in my life. The first largest was, was, was Mayweather to beat Conor McGregor, and then my second largest was Kepka uh, majors plus 130 up to 850. So, yeah, so, um, so yeah, Kepka, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to bet him. I'm, uh, guys, what I think... It's fun about this course this week, though, is or this tournament is while this is a a weak field in general, I think it present, presents tremendous opportunity down the board. Especially we talk about this, we talk about live in game all the time, but I think it's highly underrated in golf, and 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 I think this is going to pre- present some really great opportunities for us. Um, you know, no, number one in the outrights, but number two in in live wagering. Uh, if, if you're paying attention and you're and you're on it. Because uh, I, I think there's, if, if Kepka and DJ, if the guys, the horses, Kepka, DJ, say Terrell Hatton, um, aren't, you know, are just using the tune-up and aren't competing, there's some guys who are. There's some guys who are playing for U.S. Open spots. And, and um, so I think this is going to be uh, actually a really fun week from a, uh, a longer shot perspective. Okay, very good. Then give us a, a few guys that you're betting uh, this week, maybe in the, I don't know, 25 to 40, 25 to 50 to 1 range or so. Yeah, so one guy who I think is going to be super, super popular in, in DFS circles, so I'm not going to play him there, but I did bet him, is Harold Barner at 33-1. to 1. Grades out number three in my model this week. Um, I think this price is real, really fair given this field. Um, I also bet him plus 125, top 20. But my favorite play on Barner would be, I got him on DraftKings at 45-1 to 1 for first-round leader. Um, I can easily see a scenario where he gets really hot for a round or two, then blows up. I think he's overpriced in his matchup, but at this outright price, top 20 price, and 45 to 1 first round leader is a great price on Harold Barner. Um, another guy that I came in number five, my model, who's 60 to 1, who's barely had a nice season is Patton Kazire. Um, he does not gain off the tee. He's lost strokes off the tee in 11 of his last 12 tournaments. But what he, do, what he does do well is get it, when his irons get heated up, he can compete. And his putter is really, really good right now. He's gained strokes putting in nine straight tournaments. Gained strokes on, on uh, excuse me, gained over six strokes on approach 
and three of those tournaments. And in those three, he's finished ninth, and then he had back-to-back third-place finishes two tournaments ago. So 60-1 to is a great price on Kazire. Again, another guy who's also 61 first-round leader play. I think that's worth a look. And then you can find him two and a half to one or so, top 20 as well. All right. Why don't we go down the board a little bit more? Give us a real big long shot this week. Guys, I mean, a lot of people haven't heard of Seamus Power. I mean, I don't think people can pronounce his name. It looks like Seamus. But Seamus Power is a guy, obviously he's Irish. Um, very good Bermuda putter. Coming off a ninth place finish at the Fire Nelson. Um, you know, like I said, 90 to 1. Um, he's made four straight cuts. And again, in a, in a week that we've got a, a funky field, um, I, he grades out 20th my model. My, my favorite pay on play on Seamus is top 20. I played him top 20, a plus 350. I like him there. And I actually like him in a lot of his matchups. I think he's priced appropriately. Yeah, yesterday on the show, I put out my, uh, my top four uh, bets on the futures boards for this tournament, Jeff. And, uh, Harold Varner, the third, 35 to 1. Patton Kazire, 40 to 1. Uh, so we got a couple of common uh, plays there. And we, Mitch and I talked about it too that Varner, as the first round leader, would be a uh, pretty good play. So we talked about that on yesterday's show as well. A couple other long shots I threw in there Ian Poulter at 40 to 1, and Garrick Higo at 50 to 1. Uh, anybody else you looked at? You just talked about power. And uh, Higo, the guy who's uh, from South Africa, by the way, 22-year-old, kind of reminds me, a really talented young player, kind of reminds me of uh, Sam Burns. Anybody else you looked at or you thought a bomb might be worth a shot? You know, aside from that, I mean, guys, I mean, it's I, it's interesting. I, um, I, you know who's been playing really well lately and um, and it got really under the radar a couple of guys. One is Ben Martin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ben's 80-1. to 1. I took a look at him. And who's really been, I think, under the radar and is, and I again, I notice him a lot in in EFS circles is Vincent Whaley. Um, he's eighty to one as well. He's been playing well. Um, he's a guy that I think we could see a pop for, for some reason. A lot of sharp guys like Rafa Cabrera Bello this week. I'm I'm not on him this week, um, but a lot of sharp guys that I know are, and um, I, he's he's just not. I think he's I think his time has come and gone. But um, a lot of sharp guys are on him, so he might be so. Excuse me, somebody to look at, um, but it's gonna it's gonna be a fun week, guys. And I, I really do think the live is the way to go this week because there's gonna be a lot of really good opportunities. Very yeah, uh, cool. It looks like it's gonna be a really good long shot tournament as well. Can we throw up the photo totally of the uh, course one more time? The uh, Congaree course for the Palmetto, seventy six hundred yards, par seventy one. A lot of sand on this course. Look at how much sand we're talking. Look at about that, here. man. That's a really unique course in South Carolina this week. So I think this is gonna yeah. be kind of a cool tournament. Uh, we've got some more important things to talk about, though, with Jeff, like yeah. Waffle House and a Brooks Kepka photo. Jeff, can you? We connected late. Can you hang out for like five more sure, minutes? Sure, you got it, boy. You got it. Very cool. He tweeted last night. At one point in my life, I did the responsible thing and invested the five hundred thousand I won Whoa. late oh five oh six in Wait, real estate. We won five hundred thousand. Okay, this this has to be a great story, okay. obviously. So we'll get that story from Jeff coming up next.
Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Today from the OddsTrader.com studio here at Circa Resort and Casino, OddsTrader.com. Download the free OddsTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. You can compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses. You get uh, in-game tracking tools at the website again, which is OddsTrader.com. I can't wait to get this story as uh, Indy Jeff is on the horn with us here again. I uh, gave you his picks at the Palmetto Championship. Um, so I tweeted out... Uh, I quote tweeted a person named Eric Fernandez yesterday uh, because he sent out Anthony Bourdain's description of Waffle House. And Bourdain passed away three years ago yesterday. And so I was asking, like, uh, Mike Pritchard, Matt Humans, I put my wife on there as well, like, if that sounded accurate with his description of Waffle House. You tweeted back at me, Jeff, and you said, at one point in my life, I did the responsible thing and invested the $500,000 I won in 05, early 06 into real estate. That included a motel next to a trucking Waffle House. I, I, okay, I can't wait to hear the story. First of all, what'd you win the money from, and do you still own whatever property this might be? So, so guys, in in late 05, um, I won 
about 300,000 in online poker. Um, and then I won a qualifier to the Aussie Millions in, two, in January 2006. I was the chip leader going into the final table of the Aussie Millions. So for like 15 minutes, I was the most famous guy in Australia. And then um, I ended up taking fifth in the Aussie Millions. I won 215,000 in that. So in about 60 days, I won about 500,000 in poker. And everybody thought I was going to, I was working at the bank at the time. I, I kept my job at the bank. Everybody thought I was going to uh, going to just quit and just go play poker for a living. And so I took the 500000 that I won, and I raised a bunch of money in uh, private equity, and I bought, I took the money I won, invested it all in real estate, bought a bunch of real estate, including two mobile home parks and a night-in hotel um, <laughs> next door to a Waffle House. And, and the, the stories cool. of mm. that night-in and the Waffle House associated were legendary. And uh, everything in Anthony, Anthony Bourdain's uh, uh, description of the Waffle House is 100% accurate. It's, it is a, uh, it's a entity all in and of itself. It, it, it's, an, it's an experience. Yeah, you told us some of the stories off the air. I don't think we can tell these stories on the air, but the, the Knights Inn and the Truckers and the Waffle House, you can kind of throw in a few girls and you can kind of figure out what happened. <laughs> yeah. It's a truck stop. Yeah. It's basically on the yeah, way from yeah. Indianapolis to Bloomington. I bet Wes Reynolds has been to this Knights Inn. Yeah, it's on well, 465 he, and 37, the Knights Inn right there when you get off the, oh, he stayed the, the loop around Indianapolis to head south to Bloomington to the Indiana University campus. So... It's at Night's Inn and the Waffle House next to it. I know exactly what you're talking about. I had no idea you owned that. What <laughs> What made you think, oh, yeah, i got to buy this Night's Inn? Well, it, at the time, it had it had a lot of good cash flow because it was in a good, really good trucking um, spot, for, honestly. And, and so uh, we had affordable rates, and we had uh, nine jacuzzi rooms. I, a lot of people <laughs> would, use it, would use the jacuzzi rooms for, like, anniversaries and stuff like that. And that's how I, when I bet Wes probably uh, yeah. stayed there, he probably went there for his prom, right? Took his prom <laughs> date there. We had, you know, mirrors on the walls and ceilings. And so that was probably a big night out for old, I think Wes went to Brebeuf. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so or he probably, uh, that, that's probably about, or about right. That sounds, that sounds like a good, uh, good prom spot. Mitch, could you imagine telling Lorraine, Hey, for the anniversary, we're headed to the night's end. We're going to stay there in the jacuzzi. <laughs> yeah. Again, we have to go there again for Jeff, our anniversary. Jeff. <laughs> And you're going to go to Waffle House the next morning. Of course, yes. Jeff, Jeff Seeley's going to give us a comp. Uh, we're going to stay in the jacuzzi room. Hey, Jeff, uh, once again, hey, quickly, Brooks Kepka is a four-time major winner. Uh, we got a photo of Kepka we're going to throw up here with his uh, fiance. But uh, what was the prop you bet at the Westgate Superbook? How many majors Kepka? He's 31 years old. You said by the age of 50? Yeah, 50, and it was seven and a half. So I got plus 130, and I bet 10,000 on it. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, and, and at the time, right, he was winning majors at a ridiculous clip. What's crazy, guys, is you think about how many how many majors has he been winning or in second on Sunday and not won? Yep. There's like five. <clears throat> I, mean, I mean, it's just, you think, of the, people forget when Tiger won the Masters, Kepka was second. When Phil just won the PGA, Kepka was second. When Morikawa won the, uh, won the PGA, Kepka was second going into Sunday was talking trash to DJ. Yeah, I mean, you, you forget how many times Kepka has been right there and just, and, and for whatever reason, you know, his, his closing um, just hasn't been what it was early on. Now, you know, I, I, I still think he's going to, he's obviously in contention and, and 
most majors, and I, I certainly think they'll win some more, but I'm not nearly as confident about the over a seven and a half as I was, right. you know, three years ago when I made the bet. Yeah, Kepka didn't show up on Sunday at the PGA the last two years. Jack Nicholas won 18 majors. He finished second 19 times yeah. in majors. Uh, we'll get to this photo of Kepka next. Yeah, got, follow him on Twitter. He is at Cutmaker Jeff. Thanks, pal. Good to talk to you. All right, fellas. Take care. We'll get to today's Major League Baseball card coming up next. Exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options. BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time play through BetRivers. Your hometown sportsbook offers valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. You must be 21. Looks like we have a... Uh Upset brewing right now at Roland Garros as uh, Swiatek is down. She lost the first set 6-4 to Sakari, and she's trailing the second set 2-0. I think she was uh, the yeah she was the favorite to win this thing before it started, and that's uh, one of the screens up right now at Circa, and she's losing uh, as we speak. Um, yesterday in baseball, I made a case for the Reds Brewers to have some runs. I, I turned that game off like three, four innings in. Seemed like every single player at the plate was hitting like just like a missile to the outfield, and mm-hmm. then the outfielder was tracking it down. I'm like, they can't get anybody on base. They're giving me no runs. This is not going to end well. And eight and a half for me over last end of the game was a loser. The Reds had terrific numbers against Hauser and uh, could not generate anything offensively in that game at their home park, which is a very good hitter's park, obviously. So that was a loser for me. Yeah, some of the stuff that you liked yesterday came in. We both liked the Giants. I didn't bet it, but we liked it, and yeah. uh, they got their lesson against the Rangers. Giants got there. The White Sox again beat a left-handed starter. Yeah. Ray, White had Sox. Th- Ray had 13 strikeouts. Robbie Ray had a pretty good game, but yep. the White Sox got to him late, really late in the game, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they got the win. White Sox now 28-4 and in the past 32 against left-handed starters. Uh, Chris Bassett continues his. Unbeaten run last night. He has not lost, Mitch, since the second start of the season. His first two starts were uh, pretty bad, but the A's again beat the Diamondbacks. The D-backs just really stink right now. If you're looking at teams to bet against in baseball, bet against the D-backs pretty much every night and bet against the Rockies on the road. Absolutely. They lost again last night. They're now 4-23 and on the road. And bet on the Yankees to beat the Twins because they did it again last night. They own the Twins, and the Yankees uh, were minus 108. Tonight they have Garrett Cole. Uh, on the mound against the Twins. We'll see if Cole has some of that sticky stuff, spider tack. Well, to be honest with you, Mitch, I'm not sure if he's ever used it. Is that, is that the way you want to lean? I'm, I'm joking. But, I mean, but. yeah. After, after, his, <laughs> after his answer, again, it was so... Can anybody look like more of a cheater than Garrett Cole no, in the video? No. It, okay. He basically just, I mean, said... Look at me. I'm cheating every single start. Yes. I've been using it for a long time, and I can't believe he asked me that question. Well, if you think about it, you know, cheating cheating does pay off. Look at Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire, Barry Bonds, all those guys who cheated their way to all those home runs and how much money you make off that. Garrett Cole, 
was a dominant pitcher for the Astros. Sure. Spin rate was off the charts. All those Astros pitchers, uh, if you look at it, when they got to Houston, all of a sudden, dramatic difference in their careers uh, in a positive uh, sense. Why is that? Well, it's because of the, uh, the sticky stuff they were using on the balls and the spin rate, and it makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. And Garrett Cole cashed in on a $324 million contract with the Yankees. Yeah. Sometimes it pays to cheat. And then when you get caught, you just say, well, I apologize. Yeah, sure. You know, it's uh, I mean, in the long run, what really happened to the Astros for cheating their way to a championship? They still have a World Series title. Of course they do. A lot of people say, well, it should have an asterisk next to it. You guys cheated. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It still goes in the books. Happened, yep. The NCAA can't take the banner down. Yeah, right? no kidding. Well said. Yeah. Well, I don't. Having <laughs> said that, and I know we, the Yankees own the Twins, with Garrett Cole, I don't. I would not be betting anything to do. I'm going to avoid this game like, like COVID. Yankees Twins. Yes, I am. It's all, all the way up to a dollar eighty plus. I don't think Cole's going to be using the spider tack. I, I don't baseball. think so either. I don't think so. And uh, maybe that spin rate's not going to be generating, you know, the form that he's been in over the last two and a half, three years, or whatever it is. And I'm some it of the just guys. It seems like bad karma too, doesn't it? It, it kind of does. You, yeah, you, you kind of get busted as a cheater in, in your next start. I really uh, don't want to back that pitcher, even though the Twins have been horrendous. Um, Yankees are minus one eighty. Right now, we'll we'll throw up that Garrett Cole video one more time before the end of the show. Yeah. By the way, Matt, he's one and two with a four point three zero ERA last four starts. Mm-hmm. So, like, once this started to become oh, yeah. a news story a little while back, Which, a week yeah. ago, a week ago, you were talking about his strikeout prop against the Tigers, and he only struck out five in that yeah. game. And the Yankees is minus two thirty five favorites got beat. Yep, that's right by the Tigers. Yeah, and in his last game out, uh, a loss to the Rays. Yep. Season high five earned runs allowed. So, hmm. okay. Yeah, I, I want to have the same spin rate on the pitches. I'm going to have all of these guys <laughs> who have been rumored or linked to the sticky tack and the you know the spin rate now where it's so off the charts. I'm Trevor Bauer, not touching him with a ten foot pole, right? Trevor Bauer's had a couple starts recently. Uh, not so impressive, right? Right. So you like the Cubs last night. They got it done. Davies, where'd that come from? He Zach was very Davies good. Was dominant last night against the Padres. Wow. Do you want to, do you want to fire it up on the Cubs again today with Jake Arrieta going? I am not. Yeah. I, I don't like Arietta's another guy I think who might have cheated his way into uh might have cheated his way into uh some better numbers. Yeah. A few years ago in his short term. Remember how remember how dominant Jake Arietta was in the his Cy Young, Cy Young season. Go, right? go, go! I mean, go back and look. People forget about that. Was that four years ago? I think it was twenty seventeen. Nobody, could, I nobody say. could hit the guy, and in the second was, half of the season, he was almost unhittable. Like his stretch of baseball and his starts that year. Yeah, you can you can probably. I'm going off memory here. You can probably put that up against Degrom right now, and Arietta's will absolutely be on par with that, if not better. No question. Do you think anything fishy was going on there? Uh, I mean, a lot of people did at the time. You remember what he said he did? He was big into Pilates. I remember. Is what he said. Oh, okay. That was the secret, huh? Yeah, evidently it was. I think every pitcher should be doing that. That was Jake Arrieta in um, 2015. Man, time flies. Was that the year? He was, 20, oh. he was 22 and 6 would, yeah. with a 177 ERA and a whip of 0.865 for the season. Uh, Jake Arrieta actually won the Cy Young. Yeah, 2015. That was his Cy Young season. And yeah. So it was the year before they won the World Series. I guess 2017, the year after they won. I was way off. 
Lloyd Christmas. Um, Matt Harvey's going today. I'm going to bet against him. Yeah, if I make a bet today in baseball, I had a bad day <laughs> betting yesterday. Uh, if I come back and fire today, it's going to be a way to get down against a Matt Harvey. <laughs> he just, again, it's... That's actually my one baseball play today that I think I'm prepared to make right now is... Uh, but, you know, the Orioles' offense has been hot. Yeah, pretty good lately. Days, so we'll see pretty if... We'll see if uh, Tuan Walker of the Mets can shut down that red-hot Orioles offense. I'm guessing Harvey is not expected to go very long today, maybe a few innings before they turn it into a bullpen game. But he does have a 12.96 ERA in his past five starts. Yikes. NHL playoffs, Dennis Bernstein coming up next. You're not going to believe this, but something incredible has happened three times in the history of Major League Baseball, NBA, NFL and the NHL, and the same organization has accomplished it all three times. Details coming up. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony DeLisandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to, like, choose a more challenging route than just, like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been, like, easier. And a lot of people have asked me, like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and, like, so simple? And what else was it going to... Like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.
Sign up for the DraftKings Sportsbook now and get a deposit bonus up to $1,000. Simply download the app, sign up using promo code VSIN, and get started with the only top-rated sportsbook that matters, DraftKings. You can bet on it. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in the Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Again, that promo code VSIM. Dennis Bernstein joins the program now, the fourth period.com. Uh, dynamite at covering and is so knowledgeable on the NHL. Dennis, it's good to talk to you again. How are you? Doing great, Mitch. Ready for another great night of NHL hockey. Uh, two amazing games last night, but uh, let's get to it. Yeah, last night was awesome. Uh, I wanted to throw this at you to begin with the Canadians first. Can you believe this? At Stats by Stats had this on Twitter. Dennis, we've had this three times in the history. You combine all four of the major sports here in this, in this country. Baseball, basketball, uh, NFL, and the NHL. Three times in history, a team has gone seven-plus straight playoff games without trailing single season or spanning seasons. All three by the Canadians. Wow. All three in all four major sports combined. They're legendary, you know, they have ghosts from the past. They're a legendary team, Mitch. So I think that's part of the issue is that, look, they're a confident team. And, look, they're playing with absolutely no pressure on them. And they're executing. And they're, to me, Mitch, uh, Price has been great for them in net. But they're so confident they haven't made any mistakes. They're just going in there, doing their thing. They have a nice defense. Um, They've had timely scoring. They've been opportunistic in games. And, Mitch, to be frank, they haven't played the greatest competition in the world when you look back at it. The, the Maple Leafs are just such a fragile team, and I don't know what's going on in Winnipeg other than Shifley being out. So they've had an uh, easy schedule. Now they've climbed a couple of hills, Mitch, but now the next two rounds, if they even get past the next round, they're going to have to climb two mountains. Well, okay, because this goes back like months ago, right? When you said you're not going to buy into the Maple Leafs if they come out of the division because you just don't think the division right. is very good whatsoever, the Canadian division this year. So I'm guessing that that opinion from you remains the same with Montreal. But also, I mean, let's let's look at the competition they're going to be taking on in the next round. Like, they get the winner of this Golden Knights Avalanche series, and now VGK leads 3-2. to two. So, I mean, the, would you give them a, a, a chance at all, like a puncher's chance against VGK yeah. or Colorado? Yeah, puncher's chance. Would I bet on them? No. No. And I, but I picked against them in the first two rounds. No, much. There's too much difference in quality between Montreal and the winner of Vegas and Colorado. There just is. It, it, if Carey Price would have to just throw shutouts every game for them to get through that next round, it's just it's just too much, too big a hill to climb. And those two teams are two excellent teams. But to be look, either Vegas or Colorado could win the cup. And you're telling me that Montreal's better? No, they're not better. So puncher's chance, yeah. You'd have to get an amazing price, Mitch, to lay any money on Montreal in the next round. All right, Dennis, you were in New York. You saw this firsthand tonight <laughs> at Nassau Coliseum. It's going to be uh, game six, and the Islanders up in this series. Uh, Butch Cassidy resorting to some desperate tactics as a Bruins coach. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be Bedlam tonight. Uh, the New York Saints, can they finish this off? <laughs> and uh, right now, the number... I think a lot of people going into the series, the, the betting public perception anyway, was the Boston's a better team. And uh, down yeah. in this series, minus 130, 135, that's the number total of five and a half. How do you think the Bruins-Islanders game six is going to play out? You know, Matt, I, I never got the Islanders being a big underdog in the series, and they were coming in. 
I, I just didn't believe it because their DNA is to play playoff hockey. When they lose, Matt, they look really bad because they can't score and they're anemic offensively. Mm-hmm. But to me, I'm, this was a toss-up series. I picked the Islanders in six. I love them tonight. And primarily because they're a deep team. Um, they're getting solid goaltending from Varlov. And the key for me is, and look, you could talk about the penalties all you want, and Bruce Cassidy's done this before. And he called refereeing back, I think, in the Stanley Cup final, egregious. So when he gets down in the series, he starts pointing at the referees. He needs to point at his team. His team can, you know, when you get penalties called against you, Matt, you can kill him. Like, that's another option instead of crying to the ref. <laughs> like, you can actually fill the penalties. And their bottom six has given them absolutely positively nothing. Like, literally nothing in the last three games. They have not got a point. To me, that as great as the perfection line is and as solid as the next line is with Krejci and Smith and Hall, like, you just can't do it with two lines, Matt. And that's coming back to bite them. I love the Islanders tonight and, and the stuff that – Cassidy said has galvanized this crowd. This crowd is going to be off the chain tonight. And they, they may tear down the building, Matt, if they win this game. I mean, that that's how much this this has been inflamed by, by Bruce Cassidy. I don't think going into a visiting rink, you want to make those comments. And he gets to get fined $25,000. So I love the Islanders in this spot. I think they'll go on and face Tampa Bay. Hey, uh, Dennis, Vinny Mayulo of uh, VSIN, a longtime Vegas bookmaker, uh, said that he's a New Yorker. He said, you have to adjust for the home ice advantage because the Islanders do have a such a strong advantage in this uh, Coliseum. Uh, is it that much of a, a benefit to the Islanders to be at home? How, how can you describe that atmosphere and what it's going to be worth in this game tonight? Well, they call it the barn, Matt, so you can understand what kind of arena it is. It's not Staples Center. It's not T-Mobile Arena. It's a 13,000-seat venue with an upper and lower bowl with no suites. Like these, and not only that, Matt, it's a suburban arena, and and people don't realize that. Like on for the game on Saturday, they were tailgating at one o'clock in the afternoon for a seven fifteen game. <laughs> so these guys were ready at seven fifteen, man. It's a, it's a different. It's not like just you know bopping in from Staples Center, you know, when you're done with your work, and you know, in L.A. So I, I think it's a major factor. And if you look at the Islanders' record this season at home, it's been sterling. They've rarely lost at home. They take advantage. Of, I think it adjusts it. Now, look, you still got to make saves, Matt. You still got to make plays. But I think coming off COVID and having no fans in the building and going from like 60 from zero to like 90 here with all these fans in the buildings, I think it's an advantage for the home team. It wasn't an advantage for Boston in game because they made a lot of mistakes, but I think for the Islanders, yeah, I think it's an advantage coming in tonight. So if you're right tonight and they win this series in its sixth game, we're talking to Den- uh, Dennis Bernstein here from the fourthperiod.com, and we get the Isles against the uh, Lightning, would you like their chances in that series? Would you bet on them, or do you think maybe it's just, it's right, Tampa's too good right now, and we're going to get the Lightning and the winner of the VGK Colorado series? Well, my heart might say the Islanders, but my, my head says Tampa Bay. Mitch, Vasilevsky has closed out the last three series with shutouts. Right? This is a team that's ready to win. And the scary thing about this team, Mitch, the Tampa Bay Lightning, like they'll play you any way that you want. Like You want to play a 2-1 game, Vasilevsky will have one more save than your goaltender. You want to play an up-tempo game, we'll spot you a 4-2 lead like we did against Carolina, and we'll score four in a row and run you out of the building. That's what's scary about Tampa Bay. Like They'll beat you anyway. They have the experience of winning championships. And even guys like Ross Colton, like, Mitch, who's Ross Colton? Like, he's scoring big goals for this team. That's how depthful they are. That's how great their system is. That's how great their scouting is. So this is a very dangerous team. They, they'll be favored in the next round against the Islanders. I'm not sure they'll be favored against Vegas or Colorado because those have been presumptive cup winners. But this team can easily repeat. They're clicking on all cylinders. Kucherov's healthy again. And there's really no flaw in this team right now. 
You talked about the Islanders' home record, 21-4 and this season. Awesome. There you go. Yeah. So what do you expect to happen then in Game 6 between the Knights out here in Las Vegas when they shift back to T-Mobile and the Avalanche? And it's amazing how the series has really changed. Yeah. I know I know Colorado had that 2-0 lead, but basically from, what, the beginning of the second period of that second game? I mean, it's been a lot. Hey, you know, fortunate to win the game last night, but the Golden Knights really flipped the series around. Yeah, I think the series is over. I had picked Colorado in seven. I really like them, but their big players in a big spot aren't producing, to be honest with you, Mitch. And and not for nothing, Colorado was, what, six minutes away from being up 3 nothing in yes. the series. yep. And they haven't closed the game. And I give the Knights full credit for hanging in there. And last night, I'll give them full credit. Look, Marc-Andre Fleury, that's a bad goal. Everybody knows yep. it, right? Yep. But his team, his team backed him. They had his back. They found ways to win. And that's what you need to do. This was going to be a long series. There's not much to separate this team. But Vegas has stifled uh, Nathan McKinnon. And you got to throw out that game one, right? You knew that was coming. And even Pete DeBoer knew it was coming because he put, he put uh, Leonard in there. So I think that's it. But, look, I don't think Pete DeBoer gets enough credit. Yes, he has star players. But Pete's been to two cup finals, hasn't won it yet. He's an excellent coach. But, Mitch, this is why they gave Angelo big money. This is why they gave Mark Stone big money. This is why they traded and and signed for uh, Max Pacioretty, because these guys are standing up in a big spot. And, to be frank, the Colorado Avalanche haven't had the clutch gene in the series. They've had opportunities to close out games. They haven't done it. Vegas has been opportunistic. They've hung around, and they've won games. I don't think anything, the script is not going to change here in game six. I think Vegas goes on to play Montreal in the next round. All right, so there you go. You like the Golden Knights. You like the uh, Islanders tonight. That's going to be must-watch television tonight to check out this yeah. game, obviously, against the Bruins. Um, boy, it's what you just said. Think about this. I mean, the Golden Knights basically conceded game one of the series against what we thought was the best team in hockey, and they got blitzkrieged, right? It was a blowout. Yeah. And now they're on the verge of eliminating that same exact team. I mean, I, I just, I'm, I shouldn't be stunned. I'm not really stunned because anything can happen in the NHL playoffs, obviously, but wow, they have been just fantastic well, in addition here lately. To that, like Dennis said, they were six minutes away from being yes, down 3-0 right? in the series. Right? Yeah. Well, here's the problem with sweeping us. Like people were anointing Colorado. Yes, they were. And they had won yep. five out of 16, five out of 16 wins. Like they, they thought, or, or six out of 16. They thought it was over. Everything's over. Like, no, this is the hardest trophy in all professional sports to win. Six wins doesn't get you close to a championship. Too much stuff can happen. And it was, look, Mitch, these teams have played 13 times. Vegas won seven. Colorado won six. There wasn't much to separate. So you think they were going to win in five games? I didn't. I thought it was going to be a seven-game yeah. series. But when you when you can't execute and make big plays in a big spot, now you're down 3-2 going into a 17,500 building on T-Mobile uh, tomorrow night. And I don't like their chances. Follow him on Twitter. He is at Dennis TFP. Love talking to you, pal. Enjoy the game tonight, okay? Mitch and Matt, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. I will. Yeah, be good. There you go. Dennis Bernstein. Um, Islanders 21 and 4 at home, Vegas Golden Knights 21 and 5 at home. Yeah, it's been fantastic. You know, so what we just talked about, maybe we should give the Canadians better than a puncher's chance against whoever wins this series, right? Oh, sure. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like they they are what Jeff Davis said yesterday, like he would make Colorado like around $5 against Montreal. A huge number in the NHL. You are correct. Yeah. Talk some NBA coming up next with uh, Brian Mahoney from the AP. We'll get into these uh, series prices with him coming up.
Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today.